Welcome to Oshiokyo, our Sailor Moon podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Isha, and in this episode we'll be talking about Chibiusa and her best friends, Hataru and Setsuna, and the Deathbusters arc in the manga, and in the Sailor Moon S arc of the original anime. So, we made it to 2023. Congratulations, everybody. Yay! <laughs> it was not easy. It really wasn't. December was not a great month. <laughs> <laughs> December just kind of flew by for me. It was the whole year that yeah. was weird. Mm. For me, December was not a great month because I was hospitalized, as I said, on Tumblr. So anyway, we're not going to focus on that. We're going to focus on Chibiusa and her best friends. Yes. Uh, so stats for Chibiusa. She is a type O, which is the same as her mom. Uh, she Her astrological sign is Cancer. Her birthday is is june 30th she likes pudding and hates carrots and so i'm not really gonna go into detail because we've done a more detailed description of chibiusa Mm -hmm. already yeah um i do think it's cute that the um the irony of uh little bunny chibiusa hating carrots i just that's adorable Mm -hmm. Uh. That was done intentionally by <laughs> Nianko Takeichi, so both Isagi and Chibiusa hate carrots specifically because they're rabbits. That's great. I love that. Oh, and speaking of rabbits, um, Lunar New Year is going to be January 22nd, I believe, and it's going to be Year of the Water Rabbit. Mm, so I knew it was Year of the Rabbit. Hey. I didn't know it was a water year. Yay. Yeah. It's a water year. Last year was a water year, too. It was a water tiger year. Oh. Mm-hmm. So anyway. next year would be dragon, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, which means uh, next year is not going to be good for us because uh, according to at least Chinese astrology, your own astrological year is not good to you. What? Yeah. Well, I might as well just leave right now. <laughs> I mean, we knew it wasn't going to be a good year anyway because it's an election year. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I protest. Hey. All right. Hotaru. Hotaru. So we have um, some new stuff here. So her birthday is January 6th, which is the same as mine. So when this goes up, it will be, uh, it will have been five days since our shared birthday. So we're both Capricorns. We both like lamps and we both hate milk. <laughs> 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 lamps are cool. Lamps are cool. Have you seen, like, those Tiffany lamps? Oh, yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Hotaru had several of oh, those. Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah. Look, Hotaru's room aesthetic was choice. It's pretty cool. Uh, the, th- <laughs> the thing that we differ on is that she has type AB blood, and I have type O, so I was very disappointed. Yeah, you and I are both O. Mm-hmm. All right, so, because, again, um, the blood type is more important in how personalities are presented than like your sun sign in Japanese culture. I'm gonna talk about what A B people are like. And I think Hataru is the only senshi who's A B. Oh really? So yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure everybody else is A B O, but I think she's the only one who's A B. Maybe one of the Starlights is A B, but they're alien, so I don't count them. <laughs> They've got that alien blood. <laughs> they just had to make it up for, you know, their fans. all right so ab people are supposed to be outgoing yet shy confident but hesitant spiritual but also logical 
While they can be quite sensitive, this allows them to be empathetic. They're rational, but have a hunger for knowledge and new experiences, so they don't allow their realism to get in the way of chasing their dreams. Mm. That's pretty much lifted wholesale from Savvy Tokyo. Uh, and I also want to point out that for Hotaru, like the other Outer Sentry, um, her last name is also related to the Japanese name for her planet. So Saturn in Japanese is Dose, and the first kanji is um, basically the symbol for Earth. So it's the same kanji in her last name. So the first kanji is the to. And even though it's to and do, it's it's the same thing. So it's the same kanji, but a different pronunciation. Is that what it? What yeah. you're saying? Okay. Yeah. So like do is like, if you write out like do in like katakana or hiragana, like it's the same thing, except you uh-huh. have like the two little, little quotation marks things to indicate that. Right, right. The pronunciation is slightly so the, different. The, but the planet is Dose, and her last name is Tomoe, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Cool. Um, again, Saturn is one of the five planets, so it's... Uh... Oh my gosh, I can't remember what Mercury's. Huh? <laughs> oh no. What? What? I can't remember Mercury's, but... all But like, <laughs> Mercury, <laughs> Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn... Are five planets, and they're all named after the five uh, Chinese elements of fire, water, wood, metal, and earth. Oh. And so Saturn is like Earth. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm tr- That's why I was trying to remember it because I'm like, ah, oh, what was it? Anyway, doesn't matter. We're not talking about the inners. That was last episode. Okay, <laughs> moving on from there. So moving on, moving on. We talked about Tetsuna a little bit in the R arc, but not particularly. Uh, she's a type A. I'm not going to go into like what makes a type A because that's like the most well known. So she's like Rei, Mamoru, and uh, Ami in that she's type A. Her birthday is October 29th, which is the start of Scorpio season. Uh, and she likes physics and hates eggplant. <laughs> I get it, girl. I. <laughs> Look, if somebody like gave her like some baba ganoush, she would be she wouldn't hate eggplant anymore. Oh, I don't think it's that kind who... of eggplant. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true because she's in love with King Endymion. <clears throat> yeah, she only wants one There's eggplant, one and eggplant. she can't have it. <laughs> the special lavender eggplant. <laughs> Anyways, oh no. You know what's really terrible is that, like, the Asian eggplant is, like, slimmer and longer and slightly and lighter in color. We're doing this right now. <laughs> Happy New you Year. started I this. I did start it. You did this. It's not my fault it was eggplant. You did this. <laughs> I know. I'm a grade schooler. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Her last name is Mayo. Uh, which literally means dark king, and meose is the word for Pluto in Japanese. So it, oh. it's literally dark king planet. Yeah. That's cool. It is cool. Look, Setsuna is a cool-ass character, and the anime does not know how to use her. Oh my god, they really don't. It's really a tragedy. It's all right. The musicals know how to use her. Oh, good. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Musicals understood the assignment. Yeah. I think that's just because, like, theater in general understands drama much better than, like, anything on TV could. You know what? 
musicals have a way to condense um condense story without losing any of the emotional impact because of the power of song and like as much as people like to criticize oh my god isn't it so funny that they break out into a song that's so unrealistic that's so ridiculous I think having a music sequence where the two characters fall in love and there's an implication of a passage of time is a lot more effective than in a movie where these two people just randomly fall in love because of the writers decided to, you know? Yeah, I have a lot of issue with people who are like, but that doesn't make any sense. And it's like, well, it's storytelling, you dumbass. Right, exactly. It's storytelling shorthand. (laughs) So you can have one music sequence to flush out Pluto and that's going to be far more effective than like the half a dozen um, times she's weekly featured in the anime for example you know yeah exactly one good music number and you're like I I understand her you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, okay but yeah so but we're not on the musicals yet we're on the manga we're on the manga. And in the manga, I don't feel like we get, I mean, we don't get a lot of Pluto, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but we get a lot more Pluto in the manga than we do in the anime. And, like, she's, I appreciate the manga for that. She's used better. Mm-hmm. Um, the manga is basically, we have the A plot of, like, the inner senshi um, dealing with Sailor Neptune and Sailor Uranus and dealing with this new... Uh, enemy and then the b plot is kind of chibiusa's burgeoning new friendship with hotaru because chibiusa has made friends like her best friend momo and like her grade school and like that boy that like <laughs> kind of bullies her but has a crush on her his name i can never remember oh yeah um because that's who she goes to the amusement park with when she goes to the amusement park with uh mamoru and asanuma is she's going with her grade school friends yeah. to the amusement park uh and then you know, her hat blows off and Mamoru fails as a guardian. <laughs> hey, at least she didn't wind up in, like, a tiger pit or something. Right. Like, she didn't, she wasn't, I mean, she did run into a diamond, so I guess. Okay. But, <laughs> I mean, it happens. It's an amusement park. I mean, she it wasn't in the amusement park. It was, like, at the Tomoe household. Yeah, because she, she's old. The wind blew her hat that far. She is old enough to know to not leave the amusement park, though. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, but she did. I do love, though, that, like, consistently, like, the manga shows that, like, Chibiusa basically just breaks into the Tomoe household every time. I love she that. She doesn't ring the doorbell. She just, like, climbs the fence. <laughs> yeah, I love that. As kids will do, you know? It's like, I'm gonna go see my friend, like, pulls open one of the fence boards and walks through, you know? Oh, 100%. There were definitely times where, like, when I was little and, like, living in an apartment, I would literally just, like, walk around and then knock on my friend's window. Yeah. And be like, come outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, like, as an adult, I'm like, I could never do that now because I would be giving someone a heart attack. (laughs) I would be shot, like... And I would deserve to be shot. <laughs> but as like a as like a nine year old, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sense. I'm not gonna knock on the door because then I'll have to talk to their parents, and I don't want to talk to their parents. I just wanna, I just want them to come outside. <laughs> just bypass that part. 
Exactly. And how old is she here? Because she's still quite young. I think young. she's like seven or eight. Oh, yeah. She's still quite young here. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I do like that... I mean, obviously in the manga, with the way that the Black Moon arc ended, Chibi Usa can transform. Like, that's already explained. Like, she's there to be trained. Um, and she's just nicer. Like, she's still a brat, you know? Like... She's still like, I'm going to go see her anyway, or like, she'll not listen to the others. She's still a little um, princess. She just wants... Yeah, but you know, like, it's not, it's not grating. Yeah. You know, it's, it's more understandable because she's really like her mom and that she's easily moved by her feelings for her friends. Yeah. And Hotaru is very clearly not in a good situation. Like, even if her dad wasn't, you know the literal enemy of the planet right now. <laughs> you know, like, Hotaru physically is just not in good shape, and, like, Chibiusa doesn't have a full understanding of it. And, like, she's just worried. Like, my friend is falling apart. Yeah. I And I like in the manga how they let that be a little bit more organic, you know? Because mm. she, she just cares about her. She finds this girl. She has an affinity for her. She finds that she's all alone. And I think Chibiusa can kind of relate to that because we see that mm-hmm. she's been racked with loneliness in the past. And here she finds this girl who is racked with loneliness and in isolation and who seems to have this chronic illness. You know, so she, yeah, right. she's like, oh, this is my friend now. I'm going to show up for her, you know. In the anime, uh, I don't remember them doing this in the manga. Remind me if I'm wrong. But in the anime... Apparently, her mother in the future has told her, like, you are destined to meet a special person. So in the anime, she's on the lookout for this special person. And the manga, they yeah. just connect. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I liked that route a little bit better. It felt like, it felt less contrived. Well, yeah, because, I, you know, it makes it so that Neo Queen Serenity's decision to send her daughter into the past to kind of learn how to be a person. Um, just because, like, as Princess of Earth, you know, she would, the way people would approach her would be very different. Yeah. You know, so she couldn't have that kind of organic chemistry with people. So it's just like, go back in time, learn how to be a sentry, because I'm not going to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, make some friends, like, live kind of like a normal life and just kind of be like a little girl for a, for a bit. Whereas, um, because Shibiusa comes in, like, halfway through the season, she appears in episode 103, and that's the same time that Hotaru appears, because obviously their stories are connected. You know, Chibiusa comes with a mission. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't, we don't, she doesn't get a henshin sequence, and that bothers me, but I'll, we'll get to that in a minute. I do like that... I kind of both like and dislike the fact that Chibiusa is really trusting, because considering what just happened in the previous arc, it's like, hey, Chibiusa, kind of like, you've had a lot of psychological damage at minimum. Child use discretion, please. (laughs) Right. It's just like your best and only friend uh, just died in front of you, and then you became a sailor sentry. Like. (laughs) It's called, don't think about it. (laughs) But yeah, so. so yeah, just punch those feelings down, like pretend it didn't happen. And honestly, like as like an eight year old, you kind of can do that. It's it's really very easy. Yeah, I mean, 
at that age, you kind of do, I'm not saying you don't get depressed because that's very far from the truth, but you adapt. Mm -hmm. You, you adapt very easily, you know, like I had a lot of, um, there was a lot of, uh, deaths throughout my childhood, you know, and I think Mm -hmm. I handled it, well, when you're younger, it just, it kind of hits you. You just keep moving forward, you know, it's survival. Yeah, yeah. You, you kind of don't really have any other choice. And we don't really know how much time Chibisa spent in the future before she got warped back to the past. Yeah, that's true. So, like, some healing could have happened. There could have been, like, some counseling. Her mom could have been like, anyway, let me use the Ginsuisha to fix yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it could also be because of that loss that she's more desperate for friends, too. You know? Like, here I lost yeah. this one good friend. And maybe even, it, they don't imply this at all, but maybe even Hotaru reminds her of her, you know, of uh, Pluto. Because I, I think they have personality traits in common. They're both very calm, even-headed, you know, gothic. Dark, mysterious. <laughs> <Yeah>. Dark, <laughs> mysterious beings hiding in corridors, hidden from sight, you know. Yeah, with only lamplight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, like, more than Usagi, because remember, like, Usagi never noticed Ami until someone pointed out, like, Ami has, like, all of the brains in school, and she was like, We should study. Damn. Help me pass. (laughs) It's like, hmm, how do I get close to her so I can get better grades? And then Luna is like, she might be a sailor guardian. And Usagi's like, all right, now I have it in. Right. (laughs) She's like, all right, cool, I'm going to be your friend. Yeah, I think Chibiusa is more likely to notice other people especially outcasts yeah more than usagi yeah usagi and hotaru is just so sad yeah usagi is attracted to people and just becomes friends like it's there's not a lot of nuance there she wears her heart on her sleeve you know um mm-hmm. chibiusa is definitely a lot more like introspective a lot more observant than her mom you know, so mm-hmm. I, I think um, they're both very good-hearted, well-meeting, and ready to make friends, but they definitely go about it in a different way. And to point out that Chibiusa is more introspective and more observant, like when Isagi and Mamori are, are kind of on the outs because the Haruka and Michiru keep, I keep like talking to them individually, and then the other always sees that interaction, and they don't talk about it, and they get you know. They get all in their feelings mm. and jealousy. Chibiusa notices this. Like, that's why she asks them to help make the grail. She's like, I don't need their help. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I need an excuse to get them to work together. Like, we'll get together. And she pretends to be asleep. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, let's get together. Let's do this project. <sighs> and then it's like, you have to hit. You have to help me. You're my parents. Right. And then they talk it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is something they never do in the show. <laughs> it's definitely one of those things where it's just like Chibiusa really does care about the people around her. She may not always be like the best at expressing it, but watching Sailor Moon S this time around, like Chibiusa didn't really bother me that much. The things about Chibiusa that bothered me were pretty much the fact that she got paid dust in terms of her attack and her henshin. Oh, yeah. Um, you yeah, know? It, it's kind of weird. It's almost like. I understand she's needed to be there to interact with Hotaru, but 
when it comes to the battles and stuff, she's really not needed. She's not really effective. <laughs> no, and because they didn't actually give us the moment on screen when she becomes a senshi, because they didn't have Pluto die at the end of the arc and have that whole, like, come to Jesus moment for Black Lady, yeah. like, we lose that kind of emotional development, that big face heel turn for Black Lady, um, the awakening of powers within Chibiusa. Like, Chib- we don't get to see Chibiusa, like, awaken as a princess. Yeah, come into her own. Yeah, it's just, she just shows up, you yeah. know, 20 episodes in, and she's like, anyway, I'm a century now, and everyone's like, what? Yeah, yeah. It's so strange to me how much more time the anime has with these characters and how little time they spend on development. You know? They had the time for it. Mm -hmm. They just didn't. It's odd. Yeah. It's really, it's really frustrating. Um, I don't know. It's just one of those things where I remember watching it and loving Sailor Moon S and thinking like, yeah, this is the best arc. And now watching it and being like, huh. I still enjoyed it a lot more, I mean, than than. It's way better than R. R. Yeah. <laughs> With the exception of the Doomtree arc. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's still a fun arc. It's ridiculous. The, the Doomtree arc is perfect, and I will fight literally everyone who says otherwise. So there, so let's see. For the episodes for Sailor Moon S, it runs from episode 90 to episode 126. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chibiusa appears in episode 103. And that's the first time we see Hotaru, although I don't think that's when they first meet. Like, that's when we see Hotaru in, she like... She gets teased early on. The shadow. Yeah. She gets yeah. teased early on. I-, I think we see glimpses of, like, the, the evil her first. Yeah, we see, like, the kind of Mistress Nine, like, the puppet Hotaru yeah. version, like, surrounded by stuffed animals. That's when we first see Hotaru, but they don't actually meet until episode, like, 110? Mm-hmm. I think, no, not later than that. Um, because Sailor Pluto arrives in episode 110, and then Hotaru and Chibiusa become friends, like, in 112. Oh, okay. And so we have, like, 10 episodes, essentially to establish their friendship and that's just not enough time no and they're supposed to have such an intense friendship you know that's part of the um the emotional core of of where this season is supposed to go or where this this um arc is supposed to go you know she's the linchpin and yeah in the manga like when chibiusa like meets hataru because it's just like it's her and sailor moon and they like transform and then chibiusa introduces herself by her real name it's adorable he's like he's like he's like he's like i know i'm dumb but come on yeah it's like hey it's me it's chibiusa i'm a superhero yeah and then she just goes over to her house all the time after that (laughs) and um like, everybody in the bad guy's house is like, what the... F-? Like, this child does not have friends? Who is this tiny pink creature? I I kind of adore how Chibiusa just sidestepped that whole tired-out arc of, how do I hide this from my friend? How do I be there for them but hide this side of me? She's just like, nope. Hi! It's me! It's Chibiusa! Your friend! You know? <laughs> 
I'm a superhero. It's like your friend, the superhero. Yeah. They're just like, okay, <laughs> there's the, yeah, no conflict needed. There we go. This is me. Cool. I will keep your secret. And Hotaru? Yeah, and Hotaru just like fully doesn't bat an eyelid, like does not even think about it. It's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Well, her dad <laughs> is pretty weird. Her dad is, her dad is weird, but not so much in the manga. Her dad is just kind of like, it's good that you've made a friend and just kind of moves on. Yeah. Like really doesn't pay much attention. Hotaru spends a lot of energy trying to prevent Shibuya from seeing how sick she is. Yeah. In the manga. Because in the manga, Hotaru is a cyborg. Yeah. Which is really cool. She's just really sickly in the anime, but in the manga, she's a cyborg. And I want to talk about that real quick, yes. because initially, Takeuchi-sensei wanted Ami to be a cyborg, to kind of fit in with the whole, like, super genius part. Oh. And her editors were like, yeah, the, her editors were like, no, you can't have a cyborg. Aww, missed opportunity. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> yeah, she was like, I'm going to have a robot in my <laughs> my story <laughs> and if you're not gonna let me do it as sailor mercury i'm gonna do it as sailor saturn <laughs> like there will be a cyborg you can't stop me mm-hmm. <laughs> right because it's just like because i'm sure they came up with like really rational um arguments against it as in like okay why would she be a cyborg if she's a cyborg why is she attending middle school like the whole nine yards and Takeshi's being like like you're going to have to introduce these plot lines to explain and Takeshi sensei just probably being like okay fine she's just a regular girl uh but with Hotaru like with her you know with crafting the villain backstory for Professor Tomoe and and the Deathbusters in general it's just kind of like she's a cyborg she was in a laboratory explosion her body is damaged she has metal parts yeah and then they could like what were they gonna say it's just like that is it's like she's she's half good guy, half bad guy, and people are like, you know, like that's all right. Because how many, how often do you see cyborgs in shoujo manga? Not enough. <laughs> I demand more. You're right, and you should say it. You're right, and you should say it. <laughs> yeah, Hotaru is just so sad, and that's why I relate to her. <laughs> she's sadder in the manga than she is in the anime. Mm-hmm. In the anime, like, she's her sadness seems more pathetic yeah. than just, like, this is the result of severe isolation and chronic illness and an uncaring father, you know? Because in the anime, her dad cares for her. Yeah. Like, even when he's possessed, he still kind of cares for her. Whereas in the manga, he's just kind of like, anyway, here's your treatment, like, he does not care about his daughter, and she knows that. And she, and then there's Kaylee Knight, who's just always there, and she's like, I fucking hate you. And Kaylee Knight's like, you can't do shit yeah. about it. You know, her mom is dead. She has no friends. Everybody at school thinks she's weird. And then she has these, like, weird moments where she blacks out, mm-hmm. like, crushes metal pencil cases, like, scares people. And she has nothing. She has no memory. And she's like, something is deeply wrong with me. And when I bring it up, my dad tells me it's nothing. Right, right. Yeah, in the manga, he's completely detached at that point. He's, like, going through the motions of being her father, but, like, clearly just doesn't love this child anymore. He's clearly just doing his job, at, you know, pretending. He's, yeah. He's an alien pretending to be her father, you know? So, mm-hmm. um... He, yeah, he's fully only interested in Hotaru because she's a host for Mr. Right. Stein. So he has no interest in her beyond that. 
Um, that's why he gives her the Tau crystal because she's like physically suffering from the diamond egg of Mistress Nine. Yeah. And I do want to talk about this, and I, I'm sure we're going to talk about this again when we get to Sailor Stars. But I am 100% convinced that the Tau crystal belongs to um, Sailor Tau or whoever like was the Senshi mm. of wherever the Deathbusters came from. Right. And they killed her and took her crystal. And that's why it heals Hotaru, but not as much as it could, because Hotaru, several times in the manga, when it when Chibiusa lends her the Ginsui show, essentially, like, here's this light, um, Hotaru's like, it's like the Tau, it's like this Tau crystal, but stronger. Uh-huh. And so I am dead certain that this is the crystal that belonged to the Sailor Century of the Tau system. That would make sense, because, I mean, it would make yeah. sense for them to start kind of setting that up preemptively since that's what's mm-hmm. going to lead into stars um yeah I right don't... and that's why chibiusas is so much stronger because she's alive yeah. and it's like an active crystal instead of a dead crystal because it because the tau crystal progressively helps less and less mm, gotcha yeah um back to hotaru her, herself um she definitely has a lot more personality in the manga like, you get mm. to see a fuller range of emotions and reactions. Like, she kind of superficially has a reaction to Kaolinite in the show, but she definitely has a stronger negative reaction to her in the manga. I feel like in the anime, they're too busy trying to make her seem, oh, she's so sweet, she's so soft, she's so delicate, she's so, you know. And it mm-hmm. and in the manga, she's allowed to be an actual person. Um who has complex feelings like she can be sad she can be strong she can be you know angry she can be happy you know um she can get angry with her stepmom or this woman trying to be her stepmom but also still be tender and loving towards her friend you know uh, yeah in the anime she's far more one-dimensional uh, she's a lot more in the anime, she's a lot more uncertain. In the manga, she seems to have like an i she seems to have more of an idea of who she is as a yeah, person. Yeah, she is. A... Whereas in the anime, she's just kind of watered yeah, down. In the in the manga, she um um yeah, she has her own identity. And in the anime, she's kind of like she's kind of like a tiny Tim, just like you know, <laughs> she's there for other characters to feel bad for and fight for. You know. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, woe is me, you know, and it's like, I'll protect you, I'm here for you, you know, but, yeah. Yeah, in the manga, I really love, like, when Mr. Stein finally bursts through, yeah. and she's still fighting, and there's kind of this delineation between this is Mistress Nine, this is Sailor Saturn, and this is Hotaru. And that kind of exists in the anime, but it's more explicit in the manga. And I love that Hotaru is just like, I have to, like, I can't do anything. But with what little I have, I will do what I can. And, like, she literally saves all of the inner century souls. Yeah. So. She has a lot more agency in in the manga. You know, she's not just a victim in the manga. She's like, Okay, I am doomed anyways. I'm going to fight with every mm-hmm. last piece of me that's left until I'm gone. It's not even it's not even that cuz she's like I'm dead. Like why am I still fighting? 
But she still does. She doesn't even understand. Yeah, she still does, but she doesn't even come to the conclusion of, like, I'm going to fight. She's just kind of like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah. But okay, I guess. <laughs> but she, but it's, again, it's the, it's a carryover from Sailor Moon R or, like, the Black Moon arc for Chibi Usa, where, like, both Pluto and Saturn are, like, for the love of this tiny pink child, I'm going to yeah, fight. Yeah, that's why it seems like she has so much more agency, because she's there. She doesn't know why she's there, but she is. She she seems to me like she's consciously fighting, you know, not just kind of yeah. doing it. She's there, and she's not going to let anything happen to Chibiusa if she can help it, you know? It's like, fuck. Yeah, me. even when she was, like... A weak person. She's just like, you can't tell my friend yeah. to leave. She was physically... And I think that is the biggest difference. In the manga, she is physically weak, but, like, emotionally, psychologically strong, you know? But in the anime, she mm -hmm. is just weak overall. She's a frail person with a frail personality who is in need of protection. Yeah, there was a scene in the manga, which doesn't exist in the anime because she's not a cyborg in the anime, where um, Chibiusa shows up and, you know, breaks in as she does and then sees through the window that Hotaru is a cyborg and sees that, like, oh, there's metal in her and Hotaru sees that she sees and then Chibiusa just runs because she has no idea how to handle that. But then stops and goes like, oh my god, I can't believe how much she must be hurting because I ran away. Yeah. And turns to go back. I love that part. Because, again, there's so many tropes that are, like, subverted in Sailor Moon. Because, like, I've seen so many things where, oh, no, the person find out, found out the secret and ran away and now misunderstandings and blah, blah, blah. You know, it just kind of, like, derails the entire story. But Chibiusa, mm -hmm. she doesn't have to be, like ham-fisted told what she did wrong she like stops herself and like self-reflects and is like but that's my friend in there i don't know what's happened what's going on with her but that's my friend and i probably just hurt her really bad introspection <laughs> it's so sweet and it's and it really shows like strength because there's a lot of people who just would run away if they like there's a lot of people who do run away from like a family member or a friend who gets sick because they just don't know how to deal with it and they don't want to and they leave yeah and Chibiusa makes the decision to go back unfortunately it's the wrong decision because by going back uh mistress nine awakens <laughs> but that's besides the point <laughs> but that's besides the point neither hotaru nor Chibiusa knew that was going to happen yeah. The sentiment was yeah. correct. Ch Chibiusa still did the right thing. Mistress Nine just is evil, so. Yeah. And remember, like, Chibiusa is, oh no, I don't think that's, I don't think that's what happens. Was it? I don't remember. It's fine. I didn't reread the manga for this episode. It's fine, whatever. If there are corrections to be made, please feel free to correct me. Um, but I do want to point out that uh, once Setsuna awakens, and I love, <laughs> I love how uh motoki is used to introduce setsuna because it's just like how do i introduce this character and it's like you know who we haven't seen in a long time the arcade guy yay <laughs> so let's bring in motoki and like let's bring in his college friend and uh that's how they meet setsuna that's how we see and i love 
we still have like the kind of like telu plant thing that existed in the anime, but it's way different. It's just like she's she's just a student at the Infinity College, like the Infinity University, and she buys a plant because everybody's buying this plant because it's from her like general school structure. Um and she knows it's trying to kill her and that's what awakens her power as Sailor Pluto and by awakening brings Uranus and Neptune and then all three of them are like now we have the complete picture all together and we know what to do yeah yeah Setsuna in the show just kind of shows up like I I thought her introduction was just very so with Pluto arriving yeah it's really cool in the it is, it's and I and I like that all of them show up to all of the inners and are like, hey, so this is why. And uh we can't work with you. And it's not because we don't love you. Like they literally come and they're like, the outer senshi have been reborn, we have gathered together, let us explain what the outer senshi are and what we do. And then, like, they show up and they immediately, like, Sailor Moon turns into her princess form and they immediately walk up and kneel to yeah. her. Their response to like, meeting their princess in the manga makes so much more sense. And their reasoning for not working side by side with them makes so much more sense in the manga. Right. There's clearly so much love from the outer senshi for Sailor Moon and for the inners Literally, their whole mission is like, we want to protect the Earth because something has gone wrong, but we also know that what we have to do in order to protect the Earth will distress you immensely. Yeah. And that's why we've tried to stay away from you, because we're doing all of this reconnaissance. And now that all three of us are together and awakened, our talismans are going to summon Sailor Saturn, and Sailor Saturn will destroy the world. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas in the anime, it just makes a whole lot less sense. It's just, these are the prophecies, and all of them are wrong. Whereas in the manga, the- it's it's a lot of tell, not yeah. show. Yes. Whereas in the manga, you know, there is, there is some tell. They are doing exposition. But, like, there's a lot of emotion there. There's a lot of um, reaction, because the inners and Sailor Moon are like, and Tuxedo Mask are all like, we can't do this. And Chibiusa is just like, oh my god, Pooh, it's you. Like, how is this possible? And them having, like, a really tearful reunion. Yeah. And we don't get that tearful, like, there is a, a, a tearful reunion in S, but not to the same extent. It's far less impactful. You know, she's just, they're just happy to see each other, but, like, because there's no devastation it's from Satsuna dying. It's kind of off dying, to the side. She just, like, shows up later and be like, oh, hey, I was hoping we could hang out. It's like, oh, she left already, right? Isn't it something like that? She just, like, comes to see her and wants to go to the park or something like that. Yeah, like, Chibiusa says, like, please can we hang out? And Pluto kind of brushes her yeah. off, and it's just like... It's like, hey, now that you're not dead anymore, no. can we go to the park or something and hang out as friends again? Well, she was never she was never dead in the anime. Oh, that's right. So Chibiusa's just like, hi, I want to hang out with... Yeah, it's like, hi, I just want to hang out with you in real life, and Sailor Pluto's just, like, ignoring yeah. her. And, like, she's not, a, she's not a person in the present. Like, she's not Satsuna Mayo. Right. Like, she goes by Satsuna Mayo, but she's... That's not... She's not a person. Right. She's... Sailor Pluto from the space-time corridor. Yeah. And, like, we don't have this tearful reunion from everybody because everybody saw her die. Right. You know, and now she's here and it's, you're, you know, everyone's moved with emotion and, you know, like, 
the like Sailor Moon and the Inners trust uh, Uranus and Neptune because Pluto is with right. them, and they know Pluto. You know, whereas before it's just kind of like we don't know what the hell you're up yeah. to, and you keep getting in our way, and it's just it's like it's like using watercolors but using too much water. Uh huh. I'm just like I see the picture. I I understand what you were trying to make. However, like the colors are so washed out that it it's really hard to get anything out of yeah. it. Yeah. And that's that's basically all of Sailor Pluto in Sailor Moon S. And then when she does die, it means nothing. Yeah, it's so brief. It's so brief and it 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 does very little for the story. Um like, she dies for Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune. She dies for Haruka and Michiru. And, like, they don't deserve no, it. No, <laughs> it, it... You know? In the manga, her death meant so much more. You know, she, it was an f- extremely desperate moment where the whole universe was at risk. You know? It was the only option to stop everything from just falling apart, the past and the future, to be destroyed. You know? She prevented that by mm-hmm. sacrificing her life and giving the senshi the opportunity to save the day, you know? In the anime, yeah. she just stops Uranus and Neptune from being exploded in a helicopter, you know, accident because they decided, oh, hey, let's just fly on in, in- fly on over into the bad guy um, headquarters. What could possibly go wrong? You know, it's it's so frustrating because clearly when Pluto shows up in the anime, she's clearly providing a lot of she gives all of not only exposition and backstory to the inner senshi, but to the outer senshi because Uranus and Neptune are not fully awakened. And believe me, we're going to be screaming about it in the next episode. But it's so frustrating because she's literally just an exposition machine. Like there's 126 episodes and she's in she's in there from episode 110 to episode like 121 mm-hmm. maybe i don't remember when she when she dies but like she has 10 episodes and she had like four appearances in the last season and it's so frustrating because she is a cool and important character and uh that's not even getting to the fact that like in the anime her skin color is lightened by like 6 or 7 degrees <laughs> you know where she looks like mildly Mediterranean, <laughs> lightly tanned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really frustrating. You know? Um, she shows up. She doesn't have a story of her own. She doesn't have an identity of her own. She is just Pluto, and she comes in. She exposits, and then she anticlimactically dies. Like I know it's supposed. It's set up and it's framed like it's supposed to be this really impactful moment, but. It just doesn't land, I don't think. Yeah, I will say it was beautifully animated. Yeah. Time Stop was beautifully animated, I will give them that. But it has no emotional payoff, because we had no emotional buildup. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sad for Pluto dying, not because of what she was in the anime, but because of who she is in the manga. Right, exactly. And it's so frustrating that we don't get Chibiusa being upset. We don't get Chibiusa telling Hotaru that, like, my other best friend that I haven't seen in forever has just shown up. And there, there's so much there that could have happened 
if they just if since they decided for her to die in the anime as well they should have made it matter more i don't know why they wrote that in when she's just gonna come back you know i don't either she's not in super s at all um she does come back at the beginning of stars but like that's not explained either she's just there yeah it's weird it's they don't know what to do with Sailor Pluto because they fucked it up in Sailor Moon yeah. R. It's really unfortunate because she's such a great character. She is. Like, I love Sailor Pluto. I really, really she's love Sailor Pluto. She's a time goddess. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, she's so cool. And, like, the whole, her whole arc in the manga is her having taboos of don't let people travel through time, don't leave. And don't stop time. And she does all three of those for the love of Chibiusa. Which is so sweet. Right? Like, there is meaning. There is a reason why this happens. And, like, this kind of happening again in a way for, like, for Chibiusa, for, like, Hotaru to fight because of Chibiusa and to aid the sentry because she's fighting, you know? Like... Speaking of, like, in the anime, I don't feel like the emotional payoff of Hotaru fighting inside of Mistress Nine and, like, giving Chibiusa the Ginsuisha back was effective because it wasn't Hotaru who, like, showed up in front of Chibiusa and Mamoru. It was Sailor Saturn. Yeah, it was just... And, like, don't get me wrong, I love my girl. Happy to see her. But it's different. And we don't even really see the fight nearly enough. She just disappears into this orb of light. Pops out. Yeah. I did appreciate I did appreciate uh Mistress Nine's head just kind of like bursting. <laughs> uh and the star like splitting to reveal the this uh the planetary sign for yeah, Saturn. Yeah, was pretty cool. That was very good yeah, for me. Yeah, that, that was a cool <laughs> moment. They did a couple cool things with that. That was nice. They they did. Um I loved the card diamond episode because that was mostly a Chibiusa Hotaru episode. Uh-huh. Um, it kind of annoyed me that Hotaru was so uncertain. But at the same time, like, no, that kind of makes sense because she, like, hasn't played these games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She doesn't have friends. Yeah. It makes complete sense. I did like that when Professor Tomoe was, like, flashbacking to Hotaru before the lab accident. Is just like this really like spunky little girl, you know, who's like making demands and laughing and being sweet and, you know, being scolded. Yeah. Uh, it, it was kind of like, oh, this is what Hotaru could have been like if she hadn't had all of these terrible things happen yeah. to her. Uh, that said, I really fucking hate that the anime kept him alive. <laughs> In the manga, he's like, whatever, I don't give a damn. I'm like a fusion of me and an alien. This is fabulous. This is all I've ever wanted. My wife's dead. Who cares? My daughter's almost dead, but who cares? Like, he does not care about anything except himself. And then in the anime, he's it's just like him crying is what gets Super Sailor Moon to give up, like, literally the Earth. Yeah, that was pretty pathetic. (laughs) That was, again, just really contrived. I, I... It was so annoying, and it was also just like, Sailor Moon, like, you give him the grail, and then he gives it to Mistress Nine, and we all know that the planet is going to be destroyed, so so is this guy, and so is his yeah. kid. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense the way that played out, <laughs> but I actually did like that he turned, 
I like that he didn't die immediately. I like that he had a, a chance to come back and be, like, a good guy. Uh, his, his redemption, I thought, was cool. Because uh, I liked seeing... I, I thought it was impactful how they showed his desperation in the anime. I, I yeah. actually think I'm, they did I'm that okay well. with him being redeemed. Yeah. I'm okay with him being redeemed. I'm not okay with him living. <laughs> yeah. It just kind of again, it's it's these choices they make that, that just screw up later plot points. You know? That's kind of the Yeah, issue because there. again, now now we don't have like the outers raising the gay moms. Saturn. Yeah. Where is yeah, we don't have this poly. We don't have this polycule raising this little yeah. girl. Where- you know, like you literally gave an infant to a man in long term in a long term care facility yeah. who does not have the use of his legs and one of his arms and one of his eyes. Like, yeah, yeah. I also i i much more <laughs> prefer Hotaru being raised by the lesbian polycule that is Pluto, Uranus, and Neptune, and we don't get that in the show. Right? We don't get that in the show. We just have everybody in the show being like, is she alive? Who knows? And it's like, you were literally. <laughs> you saved the baby. You were We've done this the baby. before. We've done this before. And then they don't even explain. Okay, so Haruka and Michiru took the baby and Usagi doesn't remember them taking the baby. And they don't explain what happened to the baby because reasons right Why? like that's the best way to get sailor uranus and neptune out of your hair because it's just like uh we're not going to participate essentially because we have to raise a baby yeah. um we'll talk about that more in the haruka michiru episode next time but uh yeah baby hotaru deserves better in the anime yeah. and it really just gives them no reason to kind of like be around and they have already yeah, got too many you know, characters. They don't know how to utilize all these characters in the show. They really don't. They couldn't figure it out for Sailor Moon yeah. R with Tuxedo Mask and Chibiusa. They just did not know how to handle all of these yeah. people. And it's it's really, really obvious in Sailor Moon R that they, they really just don't know. And I think, honestly, that the the original anime's writers just did not understand the plot no obviously not (laughs) because again like episode 110 is like the midway point and they they they're like oh right the whole plot (laughs) (laughs) because we spend so many episodes with kaoli knight and udiel and then they're like oh that's right the plot right (laughs) like what do you mean the plot right 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 (laughs) it's so weird um, and then they have to use Pluto to just basically be like, anyway, here's a, here's a sitch. Yeah. And it's, it, uh, it's, it's terrible in the anime. Um, I will, again, I'll say that as annoyed as I was that Shibuyusa did not get a henshin or an, at- or a proper attack sequence, um, as Sailor Chibi Moon, I always loved when Sailor Chibi Moon arrived. I loved every appearance of Pink Sugar Heart mm-hmm. Attack. I loved her, like, scooching closer to enemies to hit them with her little hearts. Oh, yeah, the comedy was great. So good. I really was surprised by how much I liked Chibiusa and Chibi Moon in, in, not Super S, but in S. Because I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I mean, I knew you were going to like Chibiusa because you loved Chibiusa. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I always loved Chibiusa. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked... I liked that she was there. I I love all these characters. I wish they were better utilized mm -hmm. in the anime. Um, I wish we had more time yeah. with them, and I wish the time that we had with them was better fleshed out. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. We all will always have the manga, and we'll always have the musicals. Yeah. yeah. And I guess we'll and I guess we'll see if we're going to be traumatized by Crystal. Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't watched <laughs> any of it since the first season was starting to air. Um Yeah, it's... I've I've heard good things about the third uh -huh. season, so what would be the Deathbusters arc? Like and I've seen like some things where it's just like, oh, the animation is way better. Oh, good. Um so like there's that much and I think they did give like twenty two episodes for like the whole arc instead of like 12 <laughs> okay so, so they give us a little bit more time but you know it was too late for crystal <laughs> well we'll, uh, we'll finally get to give it another shot when we get there yeah we got a lot to get through we'll we'll give it another shot and we'll we'll see i don't i know that they've fixed some animation for the dvd release but i think what's online that you can get legally is um the original animation oh boy. <laughs> so we're we're probably you're going to <sighs> everyone will have to turn down the volume because there's just going to be several points where we're just going to be like wordlessly screaming yeah for those of you who don't know the um the sailor moon crystal anime had some really heinous animation and is if I recall, didn't they have one animation for like what was shown on TV versus better animation for what was on the the um, the yeah releases like the the blue yeah they had to fix coloring issues as well wow because yeah I remember like when the first episode premiered because the theme song was there. And it showed Neo Queen Serenity, not Neo Queen Serenity, I'm sorry, the original Queen Serenity, and her hair was yellow, and everyone was like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> so it... So they had to, like, there were a... It, there's and a lot of animation errors. There's a lot of errors in, like, Sailor Moon Crystal for both um, the Dark Kingdom and Black Moon arcs, and we'll talk about that before we start to review yeah. those episodes. Yeah, That will be an episode-by-episode episode review. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah, but in this, like, rereading this as an adult again, like, it's just like, yeah, this is this is definitely my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite. I love Sailor Saturn. I love her just coming in and destroying everything. I love um, everybody trying to prevent destruction. I love Chibiusa being friends with weirdos. <laughs> yeah, the stake the stakes seemed so much higher in the manga. And in the yeah. anime, that was kind of toned down. Um, and it's honestly the most tightly written of the in arcs. In the manga. Yeah. Yeah, in the manga. Compared to, like, even, like, compared to even um, the uh, Dead Moon and uh, Stars arc. Like, it's way, it's way better yeah. written. Yeah. Um, and for anybody who wants to know what Kim's, Kim and mine dynamic, okay, can't talk. 
If anybody wants to know what the dynamic between me and Kim is like in real life, like you literally just have to read anything with Chibiusa and Hotaru hanging out, and she's Chibiusa and I'm Hotaru. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. That's all it is. She's pink, I'm not. It's fabulous. It's fun. We have fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, no joke. It took me two years to like understand that you did seriously want to be my I friend. know. It's like, hey, why don't you stay over at my house? Hey, let's go let's go to the amusement park for my birthday. It's like, is this girl my friend? <laughs> it's like, why do you keep wanting to hang out with me? Don't you know you have better <laughs> friends? Anyway. I was very stupid <laughs> as a teenager. I did get over it. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter and at Tumblr at Oshiokiopod or contact us through email at Oshiokiothepodcast at gmail.com. All that information is in our show notes. Thanks again to Barbara Daly for the use of her artwork. Please rate and review us wherever you find us or Tsukini Kawate Oshiokio! Oshiokio.